Hello, my name is Ben Jenkins. Welcome to another episode of the New Grad Radio Podcast, the podcast following the experiences of a new graduate nurse starting into the intensive care unit. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I found quite confronting when I first started as an ICU nurse, and it's something that I've been trying to develop over a matter of time, um, and that's going to be a concept of exposing your patient to be performing a skin assessment. So just like every other system, whether it's going to be cardiovascular, neuro, neuro, whether it's respiratory and so on and so on, the integumentary system or the skin is such a important system to be taking note of, uh, especially on patients in the ICU where they're, not, where they're often sedated and intubated and they're not able to move for themselves. Uh, and that's going to be the, the risk of developing pressure injuries. Um, it's something that I honestly, it, that has, like, out of everything I've learned for the past nine months now, um, the, I'd say the integumentary system and so pressure injuries is something that has been one of the most eye-opening. Uh, as weird as that may sound, and I've taken on a ton of information throughout the nine months, but uh, it's been... It's been so eye-opening just the extent of damage that pressure injuries can do to a patient from very preventable things a lot of the time that can then lead to breakdown of the skin, they get infected, can lead to widespread just incredibly nasty sepsis and can even lead to death. So it's it's a very big flow-on effect for something that, um, again, some sometimes it's not preventable but a lot of times it, it, it can be. So to, to mitigate these injuries, uh, these pressure injuries, it's important to be doing a thorough head-to-toe assessment. Uh, and when you think about what that involves, it is something that is, uh, it's very confronting, I guess, when you first stay, because you've got, when you first start, because you've got a patient who's lying naked in bed. You've, all they've got a lot of the time is just a towel over their areas, over their groins and their fillets up over their breasts. Uh, so when you first start your shift, so... It's important to get in, do your safety checks, and start your head style assessment. And part of that is going to be looking over every aspect of their skin. Um, and obviously, you've got the the obvious aspect of it. So you've got for women looking underneath their breasts, for men and women looking in their groin to ensure that there's no pressure injuries from occurring, no rubbing is occurring. Um, and then looking over their back once we give them a turn with the wardsman making sure that the sheets are nice and firm so they're not all crinkled up and, and can cause pressure injuries. Um, but then you've got the not-so-obvious ones. You've got... For, I'm just going to go through just a, a bit of a list of ones that I've found that I've needed to really ensure that there's no pressure injuries from occurring. And they're not things that you'll really think about a lot of the time unless you've started working in ICU. So, for example, I'll start from pretty much head to toe. For patients who have a nasogastric tube in their nose... It's important to be looking at their nares. Um, sometimes it can be resting, the nasogastric tube can be resting against uh, the sort of septal area of their nose and it can start to get some reddening and some breakdown of the skin. So making sure that you're keeping a close eye uh, and moving uh, the nasogastric tube ever so slightly inside so it's not resting in the same area for hours on end. Uh, for people who have who need uh, some extra peep who may be on a BiPAP mask, um, putting some extra tape and some extra dressings uh, on their cheeks so it's not just constantly sitting and f- pressed firm up against their face so it can be resting and, uh, resting uh, comfortably on their skin without constant friction to be having some breakdown. 
uh, the endotracheal tube we have on our sort of work list that I've talked about in one of my first episodes. It comes up on the work list every few hours to do ETT care. And what that involves is once you do mouth cares, which I've talked about the importance of that on some other episodes, to be moving and repositioning the endotracheal tube around their mouth so it's not sitting in the same area of their lip which that is an area I've probably seen the most of, um, of skin breakdown. It's really important to keep moving it a lot of the time so it's not resting in the same area. Um, uh, another one is going to be the ECG dots. Again, not something you think about too often, but it's important when you're doing your, your wash, especially every day. So we wash our ICU patients uh, on a PM shift, so usually, or if it's a 12-hour shift, right before the seven o'clock mark. Uh, give them a thorough wash, um, you change all their sheets and you reposition those dots because if you leave those ECG dots too long, guess what? It can break down the skin, lead to pressure injuries. Um, the indwelling catheter, so looking at the tip of their, so if it's a dude, look at the tip of their penis and have a look around the, that area to be able to reposition it. And a lot of the time, especially for males, what you'll be doing is you have these uh, little securement devices that you stick on each inside of the patient's legs. And every time you roll the patient, you'll unclip it from one area. Uh, so, so for example, it's on the left-hand leg on the inside, you'll then unclip it and then put it on the right side. So it's the tubing. So what you're doing is you're making sure that the, the tube isn't just sitting on, it gets the same concept if you think of like a nasogastric tube, like I said before, where it's resting against the septal area. You'll then sort of reposition it so it's sitting on the outside of the patient's nose. Same as what you're doing with the IDC. So you're with the tubing coming out that goes into the draining bag, you're repositioning it from one side to the other side to take area off the, off the one side of the penis, I guess you'd say. Um, and then you've got... The, the TED stockings that we often stick on, we're having a good look underneath there because if you don't take them off, you don't have a look at their feet and have a look at their heels, you don't know if there's going to be breakdown from having their heels laying on the bed for too long. So these are just all little tiny areas that you really have to get to, get to see. Um, and another big area which can be quite difficult sometimes, especially on bariatric patients, so the bigger, bigger patients with a bigger BMI, is to be able to look under all of their skin folds. Some patients is a lot more prevalent than others, but you really need to, to look under every fold because inside, uh, you'll be surprised at just how quickly, again, the, the skin to skin can start rub, rubbing and it can start to break down the area and then lead to pressure injuries. So, um, again, it's, it's, it's difficult when you first start because I guess it's not something you're used to doing at uni. Uh, yes, you'll talk about it in your class and... Um, you, you'll be on a dummy, but this is a real person in this bed. Uh, when you've got someone who's sedated and intubated, who's not able to move for themselves, I like to just, I do it with everyone, but I talk through everything I'm doing. I still have a conversation with the person. I'll talk through everything I'm doing, but I found it exceptionally a lot more difficult when you've got someone who's with it. Someone who's, so you, you're closing the curtains, you're introducing yourself, and you're doing a... a again a head to toe and you're picking up areas you're looking under areas everywhere on the person's body and you're having to explain to them the reason you're doing it and that is really just saying look my oh, hi look my name's ben i'm going through this assessment i need to really look over your skin i'm just doing a before and after to make sure there's no pressure injuries that could be occurring or any rubbing that could lead to pressure injuries 
um, and I'll be doing this a few times throughout the shift and I have a conversation as I'm doing it to make it as least awkward as possible um, but not only is it for pressure injuries as well you could be doing it before and after so you, you, as you're pushing on their stomach some some patients I've seen you can have a collection underneath in their tummy you could have some internal bleeding and that's happened on a few patients I've had so far where maybe they're bleeding into their tummy it's starting to get a bit more firm and unless you're looking and inspecting and feeling uh, uh, all over the sort of patient you're not going to be able to notice those those uh, changes occurring in your patient throughout the shift and in some patients it can happen very quickly so I guess it's just getting over that awkwardness when you first start, having that confidence in your skills and your position as a registered nurse, um, and to try to do your best to build a rapport with your patient to, to be able to effectively get in and do this stuff. So anyway, guys, it's um, it's a bit of a it's an important topic to certainly get your head around, um, and it's not something that it may come to your mind straight away. Uh, the integumentary system is exceptionally important, um, and uh, just make that a definite a priority throughout your shifts, guys. So anyway, hope you have an awesome, awesome day, and I'll talk to you next time.